You are now tuned in to the Village Motherhood Edition podcast, where moms from all walks of life share their stories about the obstacles they faced in motherhood. I invite you to join the village to be motivated, inspired, educated, but most importantly, I want you to know that you're not alone. So let's get started. Welcome to the Village Motherhood Edition podcast. I am your host, Natasha, and I have a special guest today. This beautiful spirit is a devoted wife, a dedicated mom, a soon-to-be-retired airman, and an entrepreneur. She is my accountability partner, an amazing friend, and most importantly, she's a part of my village. So today, I bring to you Kanai Keat Rivers. Hi, Kanai. Hey, girl. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Thank you so much for taking this interview because I know that you have like a ton of things going on at the moment. I know you're trying to get your family ready for vacation and stuff of that nature. So thank you. No, no problem. Anything for you. Oh, I love you too. <laughs> so uh, tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and your family dynamic. Okay. Um, my name is Kanai Keat Rivers. I am married to a now retired Marine. Um, we have together, we have four beautiful daughters <laughs> and I say that with sarcasm and all that. <laughs> um, so we came into the marriage with um, two daughters each um, his um, now I'll go with their ages now um, 16 and 12 and mine 15 and 11 so we have 16 15 12 and 11 oh Jesus Oh, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> um, we met uh, on Facebook in a, a, a military group. Uh, I was stationed overseas and he was stationed stateside. We dated for a few years uh, and then we got married right before COVID. And I PCS back to America. And we went from living two completely separate lives to being in the house 24-7 for the next few years. <laughs> so I know that had to have been a little difficult. <laughs> a little is an understatement. <laughs> oh, goodness. So before we get into your story, can you explain a little bit about that transition from living two separate lives to now living in a house with four four teenage daughters and a new husband what was that transition like uh so at first like the plan was foolproof i came down for christmas um and i brought the girls down so that they could start school after the holiday so january they would have the second half of the year so we thought it would be a good idea to bring them i go back to japan i out process and then I come back home and we live this happy, grand life together. Um, and so I arrived in the States March 1st, 2020. Um, and all was good. You know, we didn't, nobody really knew what was going on. So, you know, uh, work had shut down for a little while. Uh, we, were, we went on vacation uh, up to Great Wolf. It was great all four girls you know big happy family uh and then we never went back to work um and so not only did 
the personalities start to come out. Very big per- personalities started mm-hmm. to come out. We didn't have an outlet. So normally where everybody would be going to work, going to school, making friends, you know, we didn't have that. Um, we were with each other 24-7. He did go back to work eventually. I think he was home for maybe 30 days. Um, okay. So it was just me and the girls and also his mom. His mom lived with us too. So it's blended, blended. Um, Ooh. Great. <laughs> um, and so um, things started off really well and ended up uh, a lot of arguing, a lot of fighting. Girls. I, I don't even really need to say anymore. We have teenage girls in the house, mm-hmm. stuck in the house together. Yeah. Um, and with no outlet. So you can only imagine what that looked like. Yeah. Ooh, man. I totally forgot that your mother-in-law lived with you for a period of time. I know that was... A period? No. The period's still here. Oh, okay. The period's still here. Um, I also have my grandfather now. I had my nephew. Um, and I'm pretty sure I have a couple of nieces that are trying to come stay. Uh, that's my... Um, I say that's my calling. I have this big old house so that I can bless others. That's how I justify it. Um, but uh, <laughs> I need to stop. Okay. It's <laughs> a lot going on over there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, is the, en- is the entire family going on this cruise? Uh, I am. Um, it's... How many people live here? I don't even know how many people live in my house anymore. I want to say eight people live here. Five are going. Okay. So three of the girls are going. Um, the 16-year-old's not going. Um, okay. And me and my husband. And it's also our five-year anniversary, June 25th. Congratul- congratulations. Four years. Four years. I always get that wrong. I normally the man gets that wrong, but I guess I got that wrong. It's four years married, seven years together. There we go. Okay. Well, congratulations. I'm very Thank happy you. for you. Thank you. So um, both of us are moms of blended families, and we've had some very real and raw discussions about how difficult that can be. So share some of your experiences that you've had with trying to make a blended family work. Um, (laughs) I don't even think we have time to get into that. Um, I will start with the very beginning. Um, I had not yet met his youngest in person. I spoke okay. to him over the phone. This is uh, uh, before we moved in together. So we were dating um, and she came to... No, we were married. I'm sorry. Let me, let me correct myself. We were married. She, I did meet her in person. She came down to New York when my sister got married. We were all in New York. That's when I first met her. Um, and But when we moved into the house together uh she she was under the impression that we were cheating um, on her mom and she did not like me um, and one of the things that she said uh, one day she came to me and she was so distraught and she's like ah, ah, and I'm like what's wrong she's like I can't say it I'm going to get in trouble and I'm like you're going to get in trouble I was like why would you get in trouble I said well, I have a rule I said you can express yourself however you want to as long as it's respectful um, she was like, I can't say it respectfully. I don't know how to say it respectfully. I said, well, if it's causing you this much pain, go ahead and get it out. And we'll talk about it from there. 
Um, and so she goes, she goes, she goes, I want to punch you in the face. Like, I think she might have been about okay, she's 12 now. So she was what? How old is that? Seven? About well, seven, six, seven, seven? Yeah. I wanna punch you in the face. And I was floored. I was like, Well well why? Like in my mind I said a couple a bunch of different things. <laughs> in my mind. But I said, well, well, why? She's like, I don't know. And I was like, you know, we got deep down into it. And that's what she came to me with. She was like, because you're cheating on my mom. You and my dad are cheating on my mom. And I was like, no, sweetheart. I was like, that's not the case at all. I said, you and your mom, have, your dad and your mom haven't been together for a while. I mean, your dad has been dating for a while. Um, and I'm no cheater. So that, 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 mm. we're not doing that. Um, and they had never explained to her that they were not together anymore because he's military um, and she's prior military so they just thought she just assumed that it was like another assignment a PCS a deployment you know Uh. one of those things where the kids don't go together Um, and so um, that was the beginning of a beautiful relationship because we get along great now you know she is I knew it only took a matter of time for her to warm up to me um, we didn't have any. The issue with her was she thought I broke up her family. Once that got cleared up, we were good. Um, so the trip came with the 16 year old. Um, we were the best, almost, I would say, the best of friends. And then okay. something happened. I guess I stayed too long. Um, she didn't think that I would last. <laughs> and her true. Her color started to show. She wanted me gone. Me and my kids gone. Um, and so that's something that we're still dealing with now. But um, other than that, the other three girls, they get along great. Um, of course, they're still girls at the end of the day. And they're all turning into women in this house at the same time. <laughs> there has never been uh, any knockdown brawls in my house like it was when I was growing up um but there's definitely been some heated I, I pride myself on learning from my own blended family experience growing up and being transparent and communicating um I think that's something that is probably the biggest um I'll say flaw when it comes to blended relationships, everything is kind of a secret. Nobody wants to talk about it. Nobody wants to um, upset anybody. You know, nobody cares about what the others think. It. No, in my house, we talk. We talk about everything, and I don't care what it is. Oh, you're a lesbian? Okay, let's talk about that. Have you seen a cootie cat? Have you Have you seen your own cootie cat? <laughs> I don't know if I can say that on here, but that I mean, was fine. You don't You don't even know what you want at this point. But we 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 talk about everything um and so yeah so i mean wow that's a lot to unpack (laughs) um i know that oh my god the the seven-year-old that wants to punch you in your face i know that had to have been a very hard conversation to have or just to keep your cool because I'm like so many other things went through my mind you want to do what? 
<laughs> and that's exactly what happened. That's just, I was like, in my mind, I was like, bitch, try me. Try, please, let me lay you out right here, right now. I don't care. I fight kids. <laughs> in my mind, that's what I was saying. In my mind, my mind was like, let's go there. You don't even, but you don't even know who you're talking to. You don't even know me. Like, <laughs> I'm so proud of you for being the adult in this situation. I grew, I've grown. I've grown. I've grown. I can't say. I can't say I would have done this thing. No. I know. Um, so I'm glad that you and her have been able to work out y'all's relationship, and y'all have a better relationship now. But um, I know that. You have expressed to me about your experiences with your 16 year old and like how are you managing that like how is that affecting your home your marriage the relationships with the other 10 million people that live in your home like how does that work um so as far as me i will speak for myself right now um okay. it was it was hard it was a lot um i actually ended up in a having like a i'm gonna say a mental breakdown um, I started having like panic attacks and you know crazy depression and my health was declining and I was like I don't like this is not me I don't know this person um, and it got to a point where like I couldn't function and so luckily one of the benefits of the military um, is um, mental health care health care I'm gonna say health care period um, so I was able to go 30 days into a treatment facility where I was able to work out counseling. I wasn't on medication. I chose not to, I chose to opt out of medication because I always want to be in my right mind unless I absolutely need it. And I didn't think that I needed it. Um, so just to do the counseling and just some away time, it was almost like a, like a, a, a retreat, uh, where I could gather my thoughts and not have to worry about functioning as a mom functioning as a bonus mom a wife a this a that all at the same time where I could try to unpack what was going on um in in our lives um as women there's a lot that we carry um there's a lot that we're responsible for and I was at the point where I could not do any of that any of that I could not run my home. I could not get out of bed. I could not do any of that. And I was like, this is not who I am. This is, this is, I've, you know, I've run squadrons. I've, you know what I'm saying? Like, I tell commanders yeah. what to do. Like, I, I am that girl. I am, I'm that girl. And this is, this is not that girl. Um, and so I look at it as I had to take a break, um, step away from the whole thing um, and get my mind right and also get back to God. I felt like that was one thing my mom always says is you either go back willingly or you go back crawling. And I, I remember the times that I went back crawling and I said that that was not going to be this time. Um, however, I was hard headed. I went back crawling again. I did. I did. Um, <laughs> I say it, but I did. I went back and I, I def now I feel the difference. Um, in my mind when it comes to dealing with her and her issues I know I'm not taking and no longer taking it personal um I can still love her I can still care about her like she is my daughter people say bonus daughter people say stepdaughter she's my daughter um I love her just as much as I love the ones that came up out of me um 
And so I just know that I have to also understand what she's been. I'm an adult. I am, you know what I'm saying? I have learned because I didn't know this growing up. I didn't know how to deal with, you know, my emotions and my lashing out and all of that. And nowadays we're in the whole self-care and being, you know, mentally, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Mentally stable? Mentally stable, mentally healthy, you know, um, and, and mental illness is real. It's real. Um, it is and very you, real. You can't, and I was taking it personally. Um, and so with dealing with her, um, and I was having this other this conversation actually with my oldest, my biological oldest, um, we were talking about, you know, the relationship between a mother and a daughter like our relationship is great like we uh, we don't have any toxicity like it is like sh- she says I'm her best friend and I I make she laughs when I make a post on Facebook for her birthday saying like you're like my best friend you changed my world she's like but I'm not your little friend but um with <laughs> the 16 year old not having that and seeing it it may have it triggered something in her no matter how much I tried to be that person for her it, it wasn't it can't be because that's not who I am so I have to understand that I have to meet her where she is and still love her where she is um and hope that because hope that she will one day understand that just because I am not her biological mother and we don't share blood that does not mean that I am not her mother that does not mean that I don't care about her that doesn't mean that I can't I do it's not but it's not for me to force that upon her it's for her to to want that it's for her to you know um allow it at the end of the day it's for her to allow it if she doesn't allow it it doesn't matter how much i do i'll i will i'll never get we'll never get there that um i don't think you could have said that any better like that is the true (laughs) sign of somebody that has done the work to heal because you know like you said before, mental health is real. People don't take it seriously until something major happens. But even those who go to therapy, a lot of the times they don't want to do the work to get better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you're just in therapy and you're doing these exercises or you're taking this medication, but you're not actually sitting down doing the internal work that you need to do to make yourself better. Yes. And I... And people don't understand that. Yeah, you can go to therapy all day. You still got to do all day, all day. Um, <laughs> and I just, I just love how you have come to a point of of acceptance. You know, you have come to a point of understanding, and you are meeting her where she at. And I, and I know that um, it's still hard. It's still mm-hmm. a struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact that you have a different perspective on it now, the then when you came into the relationship is it's like that's awesome because not everybody not everybody's gonna see that not everybody's yeah, gonna see that baby don't think that there wasn't times where i was ready to run i'm a track star too like look good like i'm, I'm fast um and i was ready i was ready put my cleats on and bro yeah um, but i also love my husband i love my husband my husband's got cool girls like they like they love him like the family is good um it's just you know nothing's perfect so sidebar um for the listeners her husband is truly amazing he (laughs) really really is amazing 
So is yours. He's like, so is thank yours. you. <laughs> he's, he's like my big brother and I love him dearly. So, you know, I love this for them. Um, but moving on, I, I know that you have a very strong support system. I know that you have a village. You know, I love the, um, I love the way that your, your bonus mom embraced me into the family and I was there for a weekend I was like oh I love her this this is where it's at right here and then you know like a couple of weeks later I turned around and had a conversation with your actual mom on FaceTime and she was just as real and just as loving and I'm like oh I like it here this is good but how how would you say that your your support system has kind of helped you manage through this transition of being a mom of a blended family uh well for one I would definitely say it's it was it wasn't new to me at all um okay my dad has seven eight kids <laughs> I'm not really sure. was a rolling <laughs> okay I'm just playing so I remember <laughs> when I met my step I remember when I met my and I'm gonna say step because that's what we call them we call them bonus now but that's not what they were called before. okay I had yeah. step siblings so I have um I have three older sisters um, from my dad. There's a set of twins. So it's three older sisters and a brother who died when we were 17. But um, I remember meeting them. I think I was about maybe eight, seven or eight. Um, And so I'm from New York. I lived in the Bronx. They lived in Staten Island. Um, And my mother always made sure that we knew each other like we spent mm-hmm. time together she made sure they were at the house you know everybody sleeping Good. on the floor everybody's together um when i was old enough um i started going over to staten island so i was the oldest between my mom and my dad and i would go over there and i would spend time with their mom <clears throat> at their house all the time so it was like we had the best of relationships. So I only knew um, there wasn't much drama that I can remember there. I remember I always spent time with my siblings. Um, and then um, my one of my dad's oldest daughter had moved in for a while. And her and my, my other oldest sister, they didn't get along. Um, and then when my parents divorced and I met my stepmom, she was just like the sweetest person and my mom wanted me to hate her and I was like I can't like I don't know how I'm supposed to do this I had this lady is great like she's amazing and I remembered like trying to like don't kiss me like good night like don't kiss me good night you're not my mom like trying to say things like that to her and it was just like it just felt wrong because I'm like here's this woman treating me with all of this like kindness and love and care um and I and because she's with my dad and I'm supposed to, my dad is supposed to be with my mom. I'm supposed to hate this lady. Um, and I couldn't do it. Um, and so m- growing up, my bonus mom, her and my dad recently, well, they separated, they divorced 17 years of marriage. So most of my life, that was my person. Um, and so I always, she was like my, she's like my best friend. 
She's she knew things that my mom didn't know. Um, and so she was easy to talk to. She was always there. She didn't judge. And that was something that I knew that I wanted to be to my bonus kids. I'm like, me and my bonus mom have an amazing relationship. And I promise if I, that ever happens to me, that's the relationship that I want to mimic. And so when I find myself um, going through things with my bonus kids, any life period, mm-hmm. I go to my stepmom. And I get two different perspectives from my mom and my stepmom. Um, my mom, my stepmom, I call, she's like, she's like a tree hugger. She's very na- na- nature and, you know, ooh, everything is. And my mom is God. My mom is pray about it. Don't come to me about it. Pray about it. Like, you know how God works. You have a relationship with God. Don't come to me complaining because I can't do nothing for you. And believe it or not, like that's, I need those two. It's like a balance. It's like over mm-hmm. here, I know if I call her, I know I'm going to get this. And if I call her, I know I'm, I'm going to get this. You know what I'm saying? So I I, I get what I need um, from those two women in my life. Um, and so I don't even really know how to put it. I probably would have off myself <laughs> and that's not funny but no. if it weren't for the I remember when I when I decided to check in the, I called my stepmom and she was like you are not you and I don't like this and this is normally you can bounce back and it is taking way too long for you to bounce back and I said they are recommended that I go in and she said go so when she told me to go I knew I needed to go um so all right y'all so let me explain what's happening so me and Kanai can see each other right now and she's sitting on her porch doing this interview and I guess something crawled on her she almost came up by her clothes (laughs) if the camera was on they'd have seen all my stuff Oh my god. See, this is why the camera probably needed to be on because you can't even explain that. Ooh, I know. Ooh. Oh, Jesus. I needed that. Okay. But yes, so um, support system is definitely, uh, definitely need a positive one, you know, because I, I also had people in my life like, man, fuck them kids. Let me your kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't got to deal with that. And that's not the case. Like, no, I married this man. These are my kids. Absolutely. Uh, I'm going, we're going to walk in silence. That thing hit me hard. Ooh, ooh, the light is on. That's why. Ooh. Okay. Next side. We're still good, though. Okay. Um, so, last but not least, I want to know, do you have any words of encouragement for any mom that might be in the same situation and just doesn't know what to do how to handle it, which way to turn, because being a mom of a blended family, it it can hit you like a Mack truck because it's, it's overwhelming and it comes at you all at once and you're kind of stuck like in this, in between a rock and a hard place. I love this man and I love his children I particularly like them but I love his children but I I love this man and I'm trying to hold my family together 
but I just don't know what to do. So what kind of words of encouragement can you pass on to another mom listening to help her make it through? Um, well, one, I would say pray about it. Okay. Um, nothing happens until you start fasting. Fasting and prayer. Uh, I have been doing a lot of that lately. Uh, just to break some cycles. Okay. Uh, that was a recent uh, sermon too. Um, breaking cycles. Just to break some cycles of um, mental illness, generational was mm-hmm. um, it's work um, like you said especially when you are in a rock and a hard place and it's like um, I, I want to stay with this man but right now that child or those children mm-hmm. are making it hard um I told we told ourselves we told uh, we told each other when we got married that we weren't gonna let any kids break us up. That was the one thing we would not do. Like the at the end of our relationship would not be doomed because of the children. Because at the end of the day, we are supposed to be one. Um, so I would say communicate. I mean, transparent counseling the ugly let that all come out let it all don't harbor anything it all has to come out in order for you to work on it in order for you all to heal from it in order for you to move past it it all has to come out the ugly I mean when I say the ugly I mean the like yo I'm ready to go I looked up apartments I know Ooh. how much us um, I have my shoes at the door. Like all of that may not necessarily be what you what you want or you mean it, but that's how you feel at that point. You Absolutely. Say how you feel without any resentment, um, because resentment can definitely grow from these situations. Because it's like, yo, this is yours. This mm-hmm. the reason why we're doing this is because of yours, um, and so. allowing that stuff to harbor inside um, will definitely cause resentment and then that's the end of the relationship so um, just make a vow to each other I would say vow to each other if this is something that you really want to last talk about it communicate communicate of each other I mean go back to what together in the first place do the dating do you know what I'm saying spend the time together because you're gonna focus on the family a lot and when it comes to a blended family you there is a lot to focus on there's a lot going on so go back to what people talk about social media the two 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 we ain't we ain't got all that kind of money like you see we got 50 million people in this house groceries is high gas is high everything is high so I mean a picnic in the park a walk like some there are things that we do chores so let's say grocery shopping we go grocery shopping together like that or but it's something that we can do we'll get something to eat before we go grocery shopping because you know when you go in there early i mean you spend all kinds of money so Mm -hmm. things like that like hey run with me to lowe's you know you know if you can't get out on a date date 
just spend that quality time together. Uh, my kids are older. I don't have small babies. So we can get up and go at any point in our lives. Um, or, you know, lay in the bed, lock yourself in the room, let them lock them in the room and y'all go in the room and y'all, they good. They gonna be all right. But spend that time together, whether it's just talking, cuddling, you know, just together. Um, focusing on you all. Like, not the kids, not what's going on. Focus on you. Like, take that time to focus on your marriage. Okay. Hold that, you know, dear, you know, that's its own little, um, I don't know, island or whatever. That marriage is separate yeah. from everything else. Like, just focus on Um, would that be all I have? Um, and also don't take things personal. Um, it's whatever's going on in the house. It may seem like it's personal, especially when you feel like it's, um, towards you as the bonus parent. Um, a lot of times it's like, well, I don't like you. And that's why don't you like me? There's a reason why you don't like me. Either I'm holding you accountable and you're not used to that, or you just haven't given yourself um, permission to love me because that's what you really want to do but because of you know whatever the relationship with your, your mom or whatever you are not allowing yourself to love me um, and it may be because I'm holding you responsible and you're not used to that um, Yeah, and that is what it is but at the end of the day you will realize that I've been there for you and you will realize all of the things that I've done for you um, and I believe that because of who I am and the type of mother that I am, um, that the relationship will get better. If it's not now, it'll get better when you become a mother. Absolutely. Absolutely. So before we we get off of this interview, I have to tell you about that. My, my actual child, my biological child, gave me so much grief about what I did and didn't do as a mother for her as she was growing up. And a lot of it stems from the fact that I was in the army during the time when the country was at war. So I was always gone. Mm -hmm. Well, you didn't do this and you didn't do that and you didn't spend the time. Well, honey, I can't spend the time if I'm in somebody else's country, but okay. But now that she is a mother of her own, buddy, she's like, mom, this baby won't sleep. Mom, I'm so tired. Mom, I got to go to training. Mom, I'm like, oh, do say. Mm, I don't work out. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 So she is, she is, motherhood is dragging her by her eyelashes if you let her tell it. So, <laughs> but, um, and all I can do is laugh because, baby, I tried to tell you, you didn't want to listen, but here we are. So anyway, Kanai, thank you so much for your time. Um, I know that you've got so much going on right now. Um, Thank you. Thank you. This was like, this was an amazing conversation. Now, me and you, we have amazing conversations all the time. We do this. Um, We do this on a regular. This is, like you said before I got on here, it was girl talk. This is what we do. But, I mean, I really think that your story is beneficial to moms that are going through the same thing. Because, 
I was having a conversation with somebody else the other day and I was like, there's so many things about motherhood and being a mom that people don't tell you. Don't tell and, you. And there are a lot of things that people are not willing to talk about. Okay. Um, like my mom came from an era of what happens in this house stays in this house. So there's a lot of things that I think, which it would be for a whole nother conversation. I don't want to get too deep into it, but there's a whole lot of things that I think my mother could have told me about parenthood that maybe I would have avoided some things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my journey may have not been as rough, but I'm still thankful for my journey because it made me the woman that I am today. But um, that was, thank you. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your insight. Thank you for your wisdom. I want you to enjoy your cruise with your family. And you are an entrepreneur. Shameless plug. So I need you to drop all your social media handles, your websites, because we're going to get it. We're going to get that business out there in the DMV area. Oh, oh. Um, I'm events by Kanai. I do wedding, um, weddings and events. Uh, where we go where the party is. We go where you want to go. Uh, I am on. What am I on? Instagram event. What is it? Events underscore by underscore Kanai. Uh, events by Kanai on Facebook, and my website is www.eventsbykanai.com. Um, and I am so proud of you getting this started because all we do, women, women talk about motherhood a lot. My mom, the conversation changes, um, because it's so taxing and people get upset when we say things like fuck them kids, but I feel like. And I, I think that most mothers feel this way. You can say that because you take such good care of those. So <laughs> when I say that, I don't want nobody to come for me because I'm 10 toes down for my kids. Okay, listen, listen. it's going to be a situation messing with my turn. Okay, so let's not do that. Okay, uh-huh. but when they like Corey is she's at this point in her life where she thinks that I'm supposed to move at the drop of a dime baby wait Mm -hmm. a minute okay hey you can come get her um you live in this nice big house you You know everybody in don't say that okay listen (laughs) listen you live you live in this nice big house you get food you in gymnastics you get your hair done every two weeks listen (laughs) <laughs> Listen, go sit down somewhere. Now, come on now. <laughs> <So>. Listen, <laughs> go sit your tail down somewhere and leave your mama alone. So, mm-hmm. Anyway, well, I love you. I love you too. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. So, no. I'll, I'll talk to you soon. Give D the biggest hug for me, please. Okay, I will do. All right, good night. Before we go, I would like to thank Kanai once again for taking time out of her busy life to speak with us. Kanai definitely dropped some jewels about how she's handling being the mom of a blended family, 
And I hope that her message spoke to you the way that it spoke to me. Until next time. Bye. Hey, thank you for listening to the Village Motherhood Edition podcast. If you like the show, please subscribe, rate, and review on Spotify Podcasts. That helps other moms like me and you find the show and build our village. If you want to hear more from me, you can follow me on IG at thevillage underscore ME, and we can keep the conversation going on Facebook with the Facebook Motherhood Edition Facebook group. Talk to you soon. Bye.